0: Good morning, Jeff, and everyone. Kip Herridge here with your daily VR investing videocast. Hope you're all doing well today. Uh, been all over the map today with the markets. So right now, the Dow Jones is up 60, Nasdaq down about 13. Uh, look, last week was fantastic, six to seven percent gains, uh, coming off historically oversold levels. Yesterday looked great, didn't it? Up 400 points at the open on the Dow Jones, and then boom, the hammer hit. We we go from plus 440 to finishing down over 800 points. It's a big swing yesterday. And uh, a lot of it has to do with quarterly rebalancing. Uh, again, a lot of still trepidation about about this Federal Reserve, frankly. I got to tell you, uh, not encouraging this morning. Uh, if you saw Jay Powell, uh, of course, head of the Federal Reserve here, and Christine Lagarde, who's head of the ECB, did an event together. And I, I wanted to read this exact quote to you from, uh, from Jay Powell today. This is an exact quote. Jay Powell talking about inflation said, We understand better how little we understand inflation. Th- these are exact words. We understand better how little we understand inflation. That's what from our Fed chair, Jay Powell, who's a complete... I'm sorry. Uh, that's a lie. That's just a lie. Jay Powell knows exactly what causes inflation. It's the exact reason the U.S. dollar has lost 98% of its value since the Fed was created in 1913 by the worst president ever. That's Woodrow Wilson. Uh, Federal Reserve Act also created the IRS. There's others... Uh, but uh, right behind that, we could put what? Uh, George Bush for sure, uh, definitely Biden, Obama. Uh, but uh, Jay Powell saying he doesn't, they're now starting to understand inflation to some degree. Uh, they know exactly what causes inflation it's money printing. It's always money printing, it's only money printing. There's nothing else that causes inflation to any degree except for fiat currency money printing. So, there you go. You're welcome, Jay. Glad to clear that up for you. You know, when you have that uh, that kind of a, a leadership at the Fed, it's no question. It's, it's it's there's no question about why why people doubt what's happening at the Federal Reserve and central banks globally. This game uh, of of uh, financial engineering, I still think is in the early innings. I think it's got a long ways to go, but boy, the, you're starting to see the cracks in the armor. They're they're definitely starting to show up, and when the, it's really highlighted. I think uh, when you have a, a president that's as weak as Biden. And so all of these policies get exposed for the insanity that they represent, which are not uh, not friendly to the human race. Uh, uh, very friendly to communism, not into the elite, right? But not very friendly to the average person. Um, wanted to cover a couple things this morning. I'm very bullish here. I got to tell you, I'm, I'm very bullish. We're, we're getting into a period here, and this is from so many different uh, uh, areas of research. Stock Traders' Almanac was out with a good piece again last night. I've, 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 known, uh, I've known these guys for a long, long time. Yale Hurst, the founder of the Stock Trades Almanac, and I had dinner. I was, I'd been a broker for about a year and a half. We had dinner at Tavern in the Green. I, he was a legend then, and he was one of the first guys to do, maybe the first one on Wall Street to really do analytics. And they're all about seasonality, right, patterns and uh, pattern recognition. That's what they do. And uh, again, Yael Hirsch is still alive. His son, Jeff Hirsch, is running Stockton's Almanac. We talk every now and then. His dad's still in New York, still going strong. Yael Hirsch is a real legend. Uh, again, shout out to my old friend, Yale Hirsch. Uh, but His Almanac, uh, their work, again, this is based on seasonality and patterns, okay? Uh, repeating patterns uh, based on the calendar, really. It says that the next, from today, today through weekend, really through July 14th, Is a very bullish period historically for the markets. Combine that with the fact that, you know, again, this is the we're we're wrapping up now the worst, one of the worst first halves in history for the stock market. It's going to be one of the worst four, I believe, starts to the year, first first six months, uh, going going back, you know, many, many decades. Well, that's the, the bad news. The good news is that's historically followed up by a great second half. We shared some of that data with you here. I'm going to compile all that again tomorrow. We may cover all that tomorrow. I'm going to uh, uh, again share it with our with our uh, our readers tomorrow, and I'll repeat it back here to you. But just to give you an example, you know, when you have a a a, a, a market that this this week, uh, in the first again, this is the worst first half of the year since 1970. Again, one of the worst four or five starts since nine, uh, 1930s. It's almost it's always it's 100 percent of the time followed up by a really strong second half. You're seeing like an average gain expected of 20% plus in the second half. So, you know, also we're coming up in the midterms. Again, all of these things are, it's a very bullish time, Uh, at least from November on is very bullish. Uh, We got to get to then and and, and hope and pray that it it results in what we think it's going to be, which is going to be a complete shellacking of these insane Democrats running this country into the ground. And look, I know when I say these kind of things, I turn off a lot of people. I don't care. I just don't care. I never have cared. Uh, I'm a lifelong independent. We play it right down the middle, report the facts, left, right, and different, whatever. As I said a minute ago, George Bush is one of the worst presidents of our lifetime. If that makes you sound like a hardcore re- uh, Republican, then uh, what are you smoking? <laughs> I, we just believe in reporting the facts and what we see happening in front of us. And right now the Democrat Party is so out of touch with reality that you have to question their sanity. Uh, uh, Wayne Allen Root, who, of course, most of you know, if not all of you, uh, was the first person I heard say this many, many years ago when I first met him. And I, I thought it sounded uh, callous and, uh, and, and, and kind of mean-spirited, frankly. You know, I'm just a good old Texas boy. When Wayne said that uh, 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 liberalism is a form of mental in- insanity, it, it is it, it, it equates to mental insanity. And uh, I thought that didn't make any sense. I, I know liberals. They're not insane. We just have different viewpoints. I can't say that anymore. If you are a member of the Democrat Party and support these policies, there's something not right with you. There's something not clicking right upstairs. Something, something A switch is turned off. And it's something that the Democrat Party needs to address because once they, if, they, if they ever lose the support of the intelligence community, the deep state, which controls the media... If the left ever loses that base of support, which is of course big, they're done for. They're done for for decades because I think there's almost nobody that agrees with these policies. So again, midterms should be a red pilled event. By the way, that's happening globally. It's one of the big themes we talk about in our new book, The Big Bribes, that Tyler and I have coming out. Uh, should be next week. We, we, you know, it's, it's getting the final strokes done is always difficult, but we're very close to having it listed on a, a post on, a, uh, on Amazon, etc. And uh, we'll have that. We'll we'll announce that when it's ready. But it's one of the things we talk about is the red pilling of America and really the world and what a bullish event that's going to be for this country. How do we know this? How do we know with certainty that it's going to be big time bullish? Look at what happened in the first year of Trump. Look at what happened in the first year. We come out of Obama's eight years of a a stagnant economy that couldn't do 2% GDP growth, okay? With all the QE, with all the rate cuts, still couldn't get the economy to grow, okay? Because these leftist policies do not work for the economy, for the average person, right? Only for the elites. Then here comes Trump in his first year. We're we're like at 4% GDP in year one, 5% plus in, in year two. Millions of jobs being created. So we know... That when America and, and, and our capitalist nature, free market enterprise nature, is allowed to run wild, and I don't mean out of control, not paying attention to regulations, all that, I mean just grow our businesses, hire people, uh, get rid of these stupid regulations, right, that are, that are that are holding us back, keep taxes low. When all these things happen, there is no country like America on the planet of the Earth. We can do anything. We've we've proven time and time again. We just need these morons to get out of our way. That's what we think is going to happen come November, and then even more so in 24. And that's one of the reasons we are so bullish into the end of this decade looking for 100000 on the Dow Jones. Again, we lay all that out in the book for you. I recognize fully that is a big-time contrarian view, and that's typically where Todd and I are most comfortable. Uh, I want to share something else with you this morning that <clears throat> there's always a silver lining, you know. There's always a silver lining and I think there's a big silver lining coming from this bear market. Get woke and go broke. Look at these companies that are losing tens of billions in in, in Netflix's case, 150 billion dollars in market capitalization plus, okay? Some of these companies getting dist- well, I'll go over the list. These are Marxist, anti-America, pro-communist companies that believe in the most bizarre far-left things and now because again, the whole country is being red pilled. We're just saying, you know what? We don't have to do business with you, and we won't do business with you. And now look what's happened to the share prices. Let me cover five companies, okay? Nike. What makes Nike so anti-America? Whether well, pro BLM, right? Pro Antifa. These are Marxist ideologies, right? Pro Saint George. Uh, Paul, excuse me. Uh, uh, what's his name? George Floyd, the thug. Uh, these, these 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 are these are insane belief systems. Okay, well the market's rewarding them with losses so far of down forty four percent. Huge losses in Nike, Disney, the groomers, trying to sexualize and indoctrinate our kids. Insanity, right? Really, it's child it's child abuse is what it is. And Disney's share price has been rewarded with losses of fifty percent. Who needs a Disney, right? Netflix. We we know that their their original programming is horrible. You know, it's uh, it's it, it, from from being Never Trumpers to paying the Obamas and uh, what was the uh, the the Prince and his his wife um, Harry and uh, Mar- uh, Meghan Markle, they paid the, both of them over a hundred million dollars on these contracts, and no one no one watches anything if they produce anything, no one watches it. So Netflix being destroyed, down seventy four percent again, lost hundred and fifty plus in market capitalization billion, Uber. If you have an Uber app on your phone, you're getting the same pop ups I am. Double check your gender. Uh, let's talk about uh, the rainbow colors of homosexuality and uh, and, and, and transgenderism. I, I don't, what does that have to do with ride sharing? You know, again, this is a Marxist philosophy He's trying to break down American traditions and culture to tear our country up from the inside. Uber's been rewarded with 57% losses to their share price. And then, the, the two biggies from a censorship point of view, Facebook and Twitter, stocks down 58 and 48%. Uh, censorship, if, if, if you are pro-censorship, you're on the losing side of history. Time and time again, we've seen this. If you are if you believe in censorship, you're not one of the good guys, as Tyler says. You are one of the bad guys. And uh, your, uh, your shelf life is very limited. So good to see, go woke, get woke and go broke, playing out right in front of our eyes, isn't it? There's a, again, there's a silver line to everything. All right, folks, uh, that's it for the day. Uh, yeah, again, I'm bullish. I think it's going to be a strong, fit, uh, finish to the week here for the markets as we head into next week as well. Uh, we, we need a good rally, at least back to the 50, hundred day moving averages, as we continue to work our way through this bear market, try to find a bottom, uh, and, uh, you know, try to, uh, try to, uh, maybe, uh, get this administration to, uh, realize that they're, uh, They're running this country into a ditch, and we're just not going to put up with it, right? All right, folks. Thanks again for watching. Have a great day. We'll see you at the close for our Vero Investing Podcast back here again tomorrow morning. Have a good one. Bye-bye.